Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the session, a basketball podcast with your host, Ben. And I got Omar. How's it going, man? I'm doing well. How are we you? We went ben? back to the normal, regular format of me doing the introductions. Why do you have to say normal? Like me? That's, it felt like, didn't you just feel like last episode just felt off because you were doing it and I wasn't doing it? I'm sure that was the reason, but you don't got to call it abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm calling you abnormal. That's what I'm trying to say. You've been very mean lately. Yeah, you, I, you're, you're right. I, honestly, I'm going to be... The theme of the podcast for, for this episode, I'm just going to be super nice to you. Okay. Your hair looks... Looks what? You're going to finish that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not talking with your fade from, what, three weeks ago? I got to do... I know, this weekend, I'm going... It's a Friday right now. We'll do. I'll do it over the weekend. <laughs> I mean, we'll put it on the uh, on the Instagram. Well, other than getting a fade or needing to get a fade, what's been going on, Ben? Um, well, actually, I just came back from a work retreat. We okay. went to Muskoka oh. for a day. We went there okay, for like a few okay. days. Yeah. So it was super fun. Like it was raining, which kind of sucked. So we had like some activities planned. Uh, we wanted to do like a morning hike and like a uh, like a paddle thing. Okay. So remember what we did when we went to that cottage? Yeah. Uh, the um, where was it again was uh, it in muskoka as that well? was in muskoka as well yeah, yeah so we did this whole uh there was supposed to be kayaking all of that but because of how rainy it was we weren't able to do it mm-hmm. however um in the afternoon today i went treetop trekking treetop trekking yeah i don't baby. know what that is yeah baby treetop trekking is basically like you know how you're a caveman, right? Like yes, you're yes. like literally you're all outdoorsmen. I'm, I'm afraid of things I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you grunt when you speak. Let's move away from the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, so treetop trekking is basically like um it's a it's a course. It's like this um open like forest gym. Okay. And you can just you just keep climbing things, you swing from things, you you know what I mean? Like it's just a bunch of that. So we had it as a work social for the afternoon and uh, a bunch of um coworkers and I like we went together. Okay. So the first part of it is just an orientation. So they teach you how to zip line, they teach you how to actually climb a ladder. Okay. Don't bring up any listen, when I said ladder, I knew what you're gonna <laughs> say. Don't bring it up. Not this episode. I mean, you've, you're you the one that brought it up, so now... You- I looked at you, you were laughing as I said ladder, so I knew what you were going to do. Do you, do you want to tell everyone about I, it? You, I'll tell them... Okay, so I have a scar on my left leg. It's a very it's a very big scar. It's a very big scar, and honestly, it looks cool. It really does, until you hear the story no, behind it. No, but the story is cool. What, what, do you, what do you mean? So so the story is that... No, 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 my story first. Okay, your okay? story, yeah, yeah. No, the story, sorry, not my story. <laughs> what actually happened was I went back home... Uh, this was in 2014 in Bangladesh. Okay. Um, again, like visiting family and just having a good time. And um, we were in like the outskirts of Bangladesh, um, not like the main city. And I kind of thought we were at like my, my uncle's place or something like that. We were just staying for a bit. So I, it was like sunset. And I thought that it'd be super cool if I could just hang off the roof. So I climbed this ladder. And I... Um, I, I'm, I'm hanging on the roof or whatever, and um, it was it was really cool. It's actually beautiful. I, I love sunsets. I go back down the ladder. Everything is good. And later that evening, what we decided to do is go to the uh, the zoo. Um, it was just, it was open for whatever reason, so I thought it'd be a good in, idea. In, in the evening. In, in, the, in, in Bangladesh or something. 
You're just in Dhaka, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're laughing. It's not funny. Okay, it's, it's actually so you great. go to you go to this. Yeah, zoo. go. So the zoo's open. Okay, the, the zoo's open, and um, I decided to you know just walk around with my family, and we're having a good time. And um, what actually happened was there's this kid who was in front of me. I didn't realize it at the time. Just a random kid appeared somehow <laughs> in the zoo. <laughs> You look away and all of a sudden there's a kid here okay, and you say, hey, kid. Interrupt, you're interrupting me so much right now. Like, let me finish. I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, yeah, there's this kid in front of me and um, there was a bunch of lions, giraffes, penguins. Bengal tigers. Bengal tigers. You're right. You reminded me. It was actually a Bengal tiger. Yeah. Okay. So there's a Bengal tiger and he's locked up in, in this like cage or whatever, but he jumps out of the cage. Okay. Get this. He jumps out of the cage. Okay. And this kid is shook. All right. Yeah. And I... I don't know what to do. Like, I have my family behind me. I have this kid. This kid. This kid. He's, he's just He's, just, he's just kid. He's like, his name is he's, Kid. His name is Kid. Um, his name is actually Brian. <laughs> Brian in Bangladesh. So, yeah, he's in front of me. And uh, he's, he's shook. All right? Yeah. So, I punched this Bengal tiger right in the face. Okay. A good knuckle sandwich. And as I punch animal, him. Animal abuse. The, the Bengal tiger um, actually scratches my leg. Okay. And I'm bleeding all over the place. But you know what? I tell the kid, hey, Brian, you know what? You have a good evening. You get out of here. I walk back home, get bandaged up, and it, now I'm here. The, the tiger just... <laughs> yeah, the tiger, the tiger actually just like um, jumped back into the cage because he was so shook. He's like, oh, my God. Have like, you seen that video of that dude rescuing his dog from a kangaroo? And he no. punches the kangaroo Oh, the kangaroo the squares up? The kangaroo squares the qu- up? The kangaroo and squares up, And he just punches yeah. him, and the kangaroo stunned after the punch. Was that the tiger? After yeah, no, exactly. No, but exactly but the can- you know how the kangaroo was like wanted to square up, right? Like this yeah. tiger didn't want any piece of me. <laughs> like it just realized, like okay, I, c- I guess I can't do this. <laughs> and that's the story of how I got a scar on okay. my left leg. Now, after your plethora of lies, I think <laughs> I'll uh, I'll share the truth because was it was it obvious? The, the truth needs to be shared. So the story was all true up until the point where Ben was climbing down from the ladder, and when he was getting down from that ladder. You know, you you had you had some extra weight on you for for some reason. Yeah, I mean, not for some reason. You, you had uh, been eating good for very well for like eighteen years of your life. Eighteen solid years. Yeah, you had been eating really good. Oh yeah, and and on your way down from this ladder, you step on the last or one of the last rungs. <laughs> you break the ladder. It was actually halfway through. Oh, it was halfway it was down halfway the ladder. So I okay. slid, bro. I like oh, slid damn. down. Yeah, yeah. So halfway down this ladder, you weighed so much, you broke the ladder. I love how you emphasize you weighed so much. So like I, I don't think people need like you need to understand just how much did you have to weigh to break this ladder. I just want to know. I mean, I blame the ladder. I, it wasn't. It wasn't like a metal, like metal one. All right. Like it was a wooden one, man. So you break this ladder, and on his way down, Ben cuts his leg, and that's what left this nasty scar on his. But leg. now it looks again like I'm wearing short shorts every time that I can, just so people can see the scar. And if they have, if they ask me, like, "Hey, what happened?" and I get to tell them the, uh, the story of Brian and the tiger. Brian and the tiger. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. Now I'm glad you liked your uh, outdoors adventure. Did yeah, you get that was a cool. Did you get a chance? I know you mentioned rain. Did you get a chance to do any uh, stargazing or anything like that? Uh, we had a campfire. Okay. Uh, last night, so people were kind of like you know like food and drinks and all that, and then uh, there's a campfire as well. Um, that was a time where you, you know, it wasn't like Bon Echo when you're like really focused in on the stars. Yeah. But you sort of look up and you realize, hey, I don't really see this in Toronto or Mississauga. Yeah. So it was it was nice. 
That's good. That's Being good. up north like that is always nice, right? Exactly, so. exactly. Now, I ask about the stars because uh, before you went on this uh, work uh, retreat earlier in the week, uh, you and I watched that new Brad Pitt movie that's in uh, theaters. Ad Astra. Ad Astra. Yeah. What did you think that of the movie? That was a good movie. You liked it? Honestly, yeah, it, was it, actually, it was actually slow to start. I remember um, I knew that this would be the type of movie that one of our friends would like really, really love. Yeah. Shout out to Harmeet. So I would, I would always want to, you know, like... I always just want to piss him off, so I tell him how how bad the movie is. <laughs> and at the beginning, it really seemed like it because it just seemed so like slow and okay, what's going on with the movie? Where's it gonna go? Yeah, what's the main plot and this and that? I thought it'd be yeah. a little bit cheesy. Let's not spoil it. So yeah, uh, no, no I, I won't say exactly. anything. I won't say yeah. anything else. But I thought it was slow in the beginning, and then near the end of it, it really, really picked up, and the acting was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like every yeah. Tommy Lee Jones and Brad Pitt, um, amazing, amazing acting for sure. For so sure. that was it. It was a it was a good movie for sure. Yeah, I'm a sucker for space movies. I love them all, and I think part of that just comes from like this obsession I've had with outer space and other other planets and aliens and, and the sort. I don't know. Did you ever want to be an astronaut when you were a kid? Honestly, you know when people would say things like, uh, you know, like what do you want to be when you're older? Yeah. You know, like uh, when you're a kid, you'd be here like policemen, um, firemen, yeah, and all that. So when a teacher would ask me that, I would say, I want to be a rapper. And you still say that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like a uh, space itself has always interested me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like back then we used to watch so many conspiracy videos oh on space, on aliens and all of that. So and I thought it was so cool. The Hubble like, Space Telescope is controlling our minds. People. Okay. <laughs> woke hashtag woke yo we were like 12 years old watching these conspiracy movies yeah. we thought we were so woke i i don't think it's like a a think i think we we are you know like yeah. you and i i think we're super woke we should have Kyrie irving in the next episode i think we should have he should be here right now actually Kyrie, come on the pod i know you're on like and doing nba media day yeah but this nba is more stuff important. i mean this is more important but no tell me more about that like with space and all that like what what fascinates you the most about it because i have something that really really fascinates me okay so i think what's um it's the numbers aspect of it where it's space is so vast and there's so many planets out there so many solar systems galaxies that it just makes you think that there's got to be other life forms out there, yeah. right? There's got to be something else out there beyond us. I mean, if you just look at the numbers alone, right? Like the number of planets that could sustain life that are like really far away, but it just interests my mind. And then I understand that a lot of these planets are really far away. And even if like we travel at the fastest speed that we can travel, we'll never get there in time or like even if we can travel at the speed of light it'll take like so long for us to get there but i don't know it's just cool i actually read a cool article the other day about these two scientists that published a paper where they're like it might be potentially possible it might be possible to travel faster than the speed of light like some really some type of gamma rays or something that can potentially travel faster than light and stuff like that's so cool because then i'm like man if this technology actually existed that would enable us to go to all those far off places and like. So you're really interested colonies. in the potential life forms that are out there. Potential life forms and like the exploration and and that vastness aspect of it. Yeah. Like it would be a dream to go out there and just like explore and like leave yeah. your mark. So on you want to explore space, right? Yeah, yeah. I sure. think we should figure out how to get past Rattlesnake Point first. 
<laughs> Before we get crazy and go into space, but I want to ask you a question because this okay. has always been、um, super interesting to me. What do you think is scarier? Okay. Okay. Do you think it's scarier to think that we're completely alone in this world? Yeah. Or do you think it's scarier to think that there's actual life forms out there that could potentially harm us?、Mm. What's scarier, in your opinion? Both are really scary because being、uh, completely alone is terrifying. Yeah. Like I don't think people understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. I think I think being completely alone is more terrifying. So even with the heart, like the potential the harm potential that comes with the harm、aliens. that could come from alien life forms and stuff, because at least there's something then, right? Okay. It's like even if it's bad, it's something. It's like how would I put it? Life would be too boring if it was just us. Don't、really? You, don't you think? Don't you think? Like, I mean, I feel like I can go my entire life without seeing an alien, and I'll be completely fine with it. I don't know. I feel like it's like you're playing a game, but you're only doing the first level. Oh, so like, that's how? You, okay, that's yeah, cool. That's and, interesting. And there's so much more that you can continue forth and expand. But like, it's a free to free free to roam world, and you're just like, nah, I'm just gonna chill in this town. And,、oh. and yeah, there's dangers out there, and there's could be a bunch of stuff. But my mind's like, why not? Let's just go find it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah.、Um, I don't know. I I sometimes do think about like an alternate like universe where it's like everything that we're doing. Like, what if there's another universe doing the exact same thing, but like slightly different? You know、yeah. what I mean? They're they're they the have way that they look. The session like, of baseball podcast. The session. <laughs> it's a baseball one. It's a, it's a baseball <laughs> podcast. Exactly. They're talking about Vladimir. It's probably、Jr. just as bad as this one. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> The thing that fascinates me the most about space is actually similar to you. I don't really like aliens. It's a very interesting topic to get into, and it's super like fun to talk about. But the thing that fascinates me the most about space is I was watching a video recently. It's like a YouTube video. You know, one of those like I don't even know if it's BuzzFeed. It's like、um, quick science videos, like a minute long or whatever. Okay, okay. And it kind of shows you. Okay, you're this person, right? Um, so they show you on the screen.、Like、they show that, you on the、like、screen a, exactly.、Okay. Show you on the screen where you are in the world, and it just keeps going out and out and out and out. So now it shows you in comparison to a country, okay, and then it shows you in comparison to the planet, yeah, and it just keeps expanding out and out and out, and you see just how small and how unimportant, you know,、mm-hmm. some of the things that are going on in your life right now. It's just it's so it's so small to stress out about and.、It's That's、crazy. what fascinates me the most is how large and how vast space is.、Yeah. So similar to you, it's like the exploration of it.、Mm-hmm. You know, like what what is out there? Not necessarily just aliens, but like the type of planets or the type of materials or the type of anything that you can find there. Honestly, and what's always been really interesting to me,、uh, and maybe this is getting too woke, but you know how we always we feel that like we're governed by. Certain laws of physics and laws of science, right? Where it's like, okay,、uh, for the longest time we thought time was constant and time、uh, only moves at a set speed. And then it was so many and so many, like I don't know, hundreds, thousands of years later that we realized that even time is relative. That gravity can affect time. So a minute here on Earth is not the same as a minute next to a black hole, right? And all of a sudden, everything that we thought we knew about time had changed, and time isn't this constant thing that always exists.、Right. It can it can be manipulated. So that's how I always think that a lot of people feel. A lot of people live by this quote where they they think that they're born too early,、uh, 
uh, sorry, they're born too late to explore the world because the world has already been mapped out and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're born too early to explore the stars because the technology yeah, there's isn't still quite so there. much out there that we can exactly. do right and i think that's what was so interesting about the movie was yeah. um i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna say anything but like exploration was obviously a huge theme in it mm-hmm. and uh seeing some of the uh some of the places like exactly. uh some of the scenes were amazing man it was yeah. beautiful no it, it was, was it so was, nice it was, it was an incredibly but that's movie. you know what like they captured yeah. from somewhere right that's the universe that is a universe like it's yep. as beautiful as it shows in the movie yeah so you know like having the opportunity to do something like that or like it, w- getting it would out be there. It, yeah i never get discouraged when it comes to stuff like that i'm like you know what the technological advances will come and i really do believe that what we think is science right now would just be expanded upon someone will make a discovery and it'll be like holy shit you can travel faster yeah than light. yeah this is insane or like here's how you make a wormhole and stuff like that and like you can be anywhere in the universe through it it's like incredible stuff like that i don't know you played uh mass effect 2 right uh, a lot love of that game mass effect yeah. 2 is one of my favorite games oh my god so mass effect 2 on the ps3 oh it was such a good game and like the whole aspect of that was it's it's like is exploring right like it's like humanity progressed on their own for so long and then eventually they made this discovery of these like relays that you can use to teleport and all of a sudden the world changed because they're like snap there are other life forms out there other races other species and things like that right so it's like i don't know i'm hoping stuff like that could happen in my lifetime where i'd get to experience yeah can you imagine aliens come here and there's like the first like inter-alien relationship like interspecies relationship like like between a human and an alien like the community if they could communicate that'd be so cool how cool you don't even need to communicate like if there's like a fine alien like you're saying that you That's not that I misinterpreted what you meant by relationship. <laughs> but you know, I, I guess I guess that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I was thinking like a, a humans versus aliens like basketball game for like oh, charity wow. or something like that. Okay, like an eight foot alien yeah. versus like LeBron James. I, I'm betting on LeBron. No, but it's an eight foot alien. I'm betting LeBron is about to start in Space Jam too. What do you think LeBron he's gonna be doing? Thir- <laughs> what do you think he's gonna be doing? He's gonna be wrecking these aliens, bro. You these know what, monsters. Though? You know what though? This is a perfect transition. Okay. To um, what we talked about last episode was a season preview oh, okay. for this episode. Okay. There we go. So I think we should bring that up now. Yeah. Um, why not? I love how you're saying "why not" a lot. I I appreciate it because yeah, you're right. Life, honestly, motto. Why not? Oh God, I gotta take this out. No, of no, my no. Why continue? Now. Why not, dude? You want to go to space? Why not? Go, get out of here, leave my house right now. Just go. <laughs> All right. So for basketball, uh, I hate how much you like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> we got a season preview, and there are certain um, um, there's certain awards that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, and I wanted to ask your opinion on it. So sure. First one is MVP. Okay. I'm gonna start with this one. All right, Steph. Curry, baby. Really? Steph Curry with the shot, boy. Really? It doesn't matter how old he is because he's a sharpshooter. He doesn't have clay. I think D'Lo will work well with him. And it's going to be the old Warriors, but Steph is going to go insane. He's a regular season demon. We know this. And I think he's just going to go off. But do you think he'll be able to succeed without having that spacing that KD and Clay provided? Like D'Lo's still there, though, right? D'Lo's still there. And it's not like I think people are really undervaluing d'angelo russell like he can shoot right he can um you know 
He's obviously not going to space the floor as well as Clay does, but... You stop that he can shoot because you're like, wait, he can't play defense. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know, he can shoot, he can... uh... But I feel like offensively, and that's what really, really jumps out for MVP. Yeah. um, I think Steph's going to bring it. I I would not be surprised if he does another like 30 point per game season. Yeah, no. You know? And I can see his assists going up. Yeah. Everything will basically go up. So I have Steph Curry as MVP, man. I think it's going to be interesting. What do you got? Uh, Oh God! Don't uh, say it. Don't even think. Don't even think it. Okay. Get that thought out of your head. I can see it. It's my MVP for the next season is LeBron James. Uh, there we go. Uh, How'd you know? How'd you know? We don't even share because you were smiling dog. as I <laughs> asked you the question. Like I knew what you were gonna say. You know he's gonna he's gonna dominate the league. He's gonna dominate any. Alien we'll actually invaders. have a semi serious discussion on LeBron okay. James for let's, this one because I am I am I want to ask you a few things because before the season even started yeah. or. It hasn't even started, but there are some articles that I've read before uh, where people are really thinking that LeBron James is going to be like, he's going to let the offense flow through AD. Yeah. He's going to give it to Anthony Davis. So LeBron James numbers, I don't think they're going to be that insane. I think he's really going to play to AD and the team. LeBron has never been that like massive volume score. He wouldn't even call himself a score. Like, yeah, he has the point totals and stuff like that, but he always defines himself as I'm not even a score. LeBron's a pass first kind of guy. He would much rather have the flashy pass than have have a bucket to his name. So I think LeBron still will still be the primary ball handler for the Lakers and he will make AD the focal point of that offense. But overall, I think LeBron's going to have a phenomenal season. I think people are just counting him out and he's ready. He's healthy. So many people have discounted him and the skill is still there. That you can't even deny because, I mean, you had him fourth overall in the league, right? LeBron James is still LeBron James. He still has that skill. And I think what really... A lot of people have written it off as like, oh, you know what? He just came to L.A. to retire. He's not going to put it in and stuff like that. Which is true. <laughs> no, if you want to look at a player who went somewhere to retire, look at Jimmy Butler signing with Miami. Miami, yeah, that yeah. still makes no sense. Yeah. He's just going to chill. He's yeah, he's just going to make, like, he's going to let Pat Riley just take care of him <laughs> for the rest of his life. Honestly. So, LeBron James is my MVP. We don't have to go too far into it, but I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. I'm ready remember for when LeBron revenge James, LeBron James. Remember when LeBron James said, um, I think earlier this year. Oh, God, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> remember this? He's like, yeah, you know, like, uh, I guess playoff mode has been engaged a little bit early. Yeah. Um, I just got to, I didn't, I didn't want to do this, but I guess I have to lose like seven games in a row. Don't make the playoffs trash they were he was injured yeah i know and he will continue to be injured throughout this year <laughs> that was his first serious like injury though like what was a groin thing yeah the, it's a major the, it's a major injury man but but he took enough time off lebron's smart with his body i know he's gonna be i ready. think he'll be he'll be ready but mvp caliber i don't see that happening with lebron james i think it's i still, got steph baby i think it's still his throne to to lose damn yeah all so right. not even not even like a back to back with like Giannis or anything like that. You don't see that nah. happening. Nah, voters uh, it, voters discount the whole back to back thing. Yeah, Harden Harden is a perfect example of it. Harden wins MVP has a more phenomenal season, but then everyone was sick. Everyone was sick of Harden. Everyone was sick of Harden. Oh, we don't the want beard. to get Harden. Like he averaged like thirty six point something. He had like so many fifty or sixty point games. I forgot how it many. Was unreal, unprecedented. No one has averaged that many points per game since Jordan. No, that's true. Second um, award or season preview, um, Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. I know we keep talking about LA, but it's not my fault. 
They have so many people that are great. My defensive player of the year is Anthony Davis. Okay. I got the brow. I think he's gonna he's have- gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be. Um. Well, fingers crossed, of course, but yeah. I don't think he's gonna be injured throughout the season. I think the you know the coach or at least LeBron, who is the coach, will figure <laughs> out like uh kind of like a a thing with him. And I think AD is gonna come back with vengeance as well because he's in a winning situation now. He can win, and he has the motivation, all the motivation in the world. Yeah. And that team is his. I think LeBron is openly giving it to him. So I feel like his numbers are going to be good. His defense has always been good. Yeah. And it's just going to be kind of like exemplified throughout the season. So I got him at Defensive Player of the Year. My my only thing about, my only reservation, I guess, about AD is I think he might have to do too much on the defensive end for his defensive metrics to really shine because there are not a lot of plus defenders on that team. So mm. the load he's going to have to carry... He's going to be in a similar position to Joel Embiid last season, where Joel Embiid was still a really good defensive player, but the team defensive metrics when he was on the floor didn't look as good because they lost Robert Covington and they had like worse defenders on the floor. As a mm. result, they played JJ Redick more and stuff like that. Yeah. And a bunch of small guys that couldn't guard. So I think that's that's the issue. But this season, I'm doubling down and I'm going with Joel Embiid for Joel Embiid. player of the year. And, and the reason is... That team defense is going to be unreal. So Philly defensive stats as a team are going to be unreal, and Joel Embiid is going to be Joel Embiid is going to be the anchor of yeah. that defense. So I think it's going to be voters, so crazy to see like Philadelphia. Yeah. Like final scores are going to be like thirty to twenty eight <laughs> because there's absolutely no way Philly's getting more than thirty anyway. <laughs> Have you seen that video? It's it, it went viral uh, on Twitter. It's like of these. Um, it's like the, the SWAT team from like the police and they're trying to break down a door and they're hitting it with a battering ram like a million times before <laughs> the door comes breaking down. And then someone quoted that tweet and said, opposing offenses when they try getting to the basket against <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> no, that defense, yo, that yeah. defense is going to be insane. It's true. Like, honestly, yeah. it's 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 going to be good. It's going to be a great three-point um, shooting Last year, well. the defensive player of the year was... <laughs> it was uh, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, was Yeah, it? Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um, I really wanted Paul George to win. I thought he was going to win. Yeah. To be honest, like last season, he's not even on Oklahoma anymore. You don't, you don't even have to pretend like you don't like him. Uh, but he did steal Kawhi away from me, so I, <laughs> I, I haven't forgiven him yet. You have like 10 other teams you like. What's the big deal? Just add Clippers to the mix. 30, Who cares? 30 NBA teams plus all the former expansion. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle. The Seattle bandwagon. Seattle, Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, Give me all of them. So no that okay so Joel Embiid is your defensive player of the year. He's my but you don't think that year. with all that defense like again we were talking about the fact that metrics do you think the fact that there's so much team defense that individual yeah. defensive scores will be I think when deep, uh sorry I think with defensive player of the year the the way the the way the voting tends to go is they won't reward a player who is phenomenal defensively if the team doesn't do well defensively as well and that's a problem Embiid had last season where he was still an amazing defensive player and if you watch the games you could see the impact he'd have if you looked at the advanced metrics like um the percentage of shots taken in the paint when Embiid was on the floor like no one would want to drive inside so they take worse efficiency shots like worse um like they take worse shots because they didn't want to get close to the basket so that deterrence effect that Embiid had and everything but Philly's so do you think he's a better a like I know like uh with the whole with Embiid yeah his offense also like is is really good um yeah. with his defense so that makes him like um 
according to you, like a good all-around player or whatever. I don't know. Um, Just admit it. He's good. No, never. But between Gobert and Embiid, like why yeah. would you put Embiid over Gobert? Like I find Gobert's defense to be, yeah. he's a complete anchor. Like in Utah, yeah. holy shit, this guy was insane. Against Oklahoma, I, like you can't drive. He's such a good shot blocker. He's such a good rim protector. He's everything defense. I just think that team defense is gonna put it over the edge for him from a voter's perspective. I think historically, Utah's had a really good team defense as well, and that's what's done it. But I think Philly team defense is gonna be even better. So I think I'd I'd want to I'd put my money on him. So as there. we're talking about this whole defense thing, now I just remembered. Yeah. Hopefully, Robes is coming back. Oh yeah, Andre Roberson. Yeah. Can you, Have you remember heard anything? Nothing. No I news. No forgot. development. I completely he forgot. He left and there was like Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and all of these guys. Yeah. He comes back and he has Terrence Ferguson and, and Chris Paul. <laughs> what happened? Um, but he, Robes, man, defensive player of the year. Always. Always, baby. The scores are gonna be like fifteen to ten. <laughs> They're going to be like football scores with Robes coming back. And he's going to be running to, because he doesn't want to shoot. The <laughs> All right. What's uh, what's the next award on your list? Rookie of the year. Don't say Ben Simmons. Okay. <laughs> Listen, look at me. Ben Simmons is not a rookie. Never was. He shouldn't have won in the first place. What do you mean? Never was. Never was a rookie. No, he's got to be a do rookie. Do you know the definition of a rookie? Yeah. Being a rookie. That's, that's not how English works. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my god i'm gonna start off by saying zion williamson okay. don't shoot the messenger no, i'm just kidding i have my own message um yeah zion williamson i was going through the list uh, john Morant, like he he's yeah. interesting he's cool he's athletic i think i'm gonna really enjoy watching him he his game is so similar to westbrook i feel like yeah. i'm gonna love him for that reason yeah. rj barrett mississauga guy gonna be a bust <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Oh my um, god! Shout out Marcelinas. Yeah. Um, shout out Courtney Park and McLaughlin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he's a bust, and I don't see. Um, I don't I'm, know how well he's going to be doing. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Yeah. One. Yeah. So, um, going down the list a little bit, like those are the three that I'm really, really paying attention towards. And uh, I mean, the, Zion Williamson gets his hype for a reason. And I know you said athleticism may not transfer well yeah. in the long term. But I'm talking rookie of the year right now and, as it stands. And that's why it's going to be with, and that's why I agree fans, with you. right? Yeah. Like, come on. They're going to love Zion. That's why I agree with you. I have uh, uh, Zion as uh, rookie of the year as well. Yeah. I when I in, in earlier episodes, I've said that I've been more down on him. But again, that's been from a longevity perspective. I think Zion's going to have a short peak, but a short peak. But still his peak peaks. will be yeah. like, you know, it still peaks. So from that perspective, I have Zion pretty high and I have him as rookie of the year. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, was there any was there any anybody else in the rookie class that you thought was interesting or to take a look at or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Matisse Thybul, the Oh my god, is that the Philly guy? Yeah, on, on Listen, he takes photos. <laughs> cool. Hey, yeah, you actually remembered. I yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, that. I remember that. everything we talk about, man. Seriously? I do. When's my birthday? So the next ep- <laughs> <laughs> The next thing that we um uh. MIP most improved player? MIP. Yeah, MIP. MIP. All right. I got De'Aaron Fox, baby. Oh, I was yeah. going to pick him, but I didn't. I did. No, you know okay. what? Last season, he impressed me so much. Yeah. His speed. Um, 
his speed, man. Honestly, let's just stop there. He's so fast. Yeah. But he's not just fast. He finishes well at the rim too. Yeah. And I think he's really going to develop his game throughout the season. I think he's working hard. Yeah. He's I in a team that's not shot right? better as well. He's not yeah. in a team that's really in a like winning situation. Yeah. Right. So I think his stats are going to be really, really nice to look at as well. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have a huge impact. So yeah, uh, De'Aaron Fox was a player that I was r- too low on after a bad rookie year, and he really surprised me in his sophomore year last year. Uh, so I'm really impressed, and I was thinking that he might be another player that takes a big step forward. The reason I didn't quite have him on uh, as my pick for MIP was I thought that the step he took forward last year was like that already be, so yeah, big that was the that step. Okay, even if he takes a big step next next year, that they'll be like, oh, it's like in relation to how much you improve like if it was a two-year award he'd get it over the course of the two yeah, years he improved yeah. the most but i think in that one single year that mip is decided on i don't think it'd be quite enough i have larry markinen on the chicago markinen, Bulls. okay i think last year he was actually he's such a quiet better. like uh he's just such a quiet like yeah. sleeper you know like- exactly Last Player. last year, he had a really bad uh, elbow injury that yeah. held him out for, I think, a quarter of the season. And then when he came back, he wasn't quite in shape. So he did not have a good year, which I think his stats were worse than he actually was, which is why there's going to be a really big discrepancy between how he starts playing this season and how he played last season. So voters are going to look at that and be like, holy snap, this guy snapped. He took the a, a huge step forward when in reality, he should have probably taken the step last year. But because of that injury, he missed the first quarter of the season. Oh. So I think he's going to have a really big year. I think that the offense is going to flow a lot better now that they have uh, Tomas Sadaransky. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. difference maker. Yeah, of course. The <laughs> Chicago Bulls, they needed Tomas Sadaransky. They have uh, Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young. Yeah, they have uh, Zach Levine. Do they still Carter. have that? What happened to the tank commander? <laughs> just Justin Holiday, Holiday. he's gone. You just, remember on, on the yeah. fantasy how yeah. many times he just got dropped and picked up, dropped and picked up? Oh my god, he had a twenty point game. The tank commander. <laughs> I died when you said that. You called a man a tank commander. I've never seen a player single handedly lose that many games <laughs> for a team. <laughs> Like, I was very appreciative of him losing those teams because I wanted a high pick, but <laughs> it still hurt to watch as a fan. Oh, my God, man. So I have uh, Lowry Marketing. So. I mean, yeah, I think this uh, the season's going to be exciting for all, all of these players so far. I mean, like, that's the last one that I had in terms of season yeah, preview. for sure, for sure. But just as a summary, like, this season's going to be fun. It's going to be really good. Um, I think MVP, yeah, like, Steph and LeBron's there, but Giannis is still going to do crazy things. Yep. I think you can argue, like, uh, Jokic is can do crazy things like yep. he's always been up there Kawhi Leonard even yeah he you know did like why say, not he did say his resting isn't going to be as intense as exactly. it was in Toronto so that really brings him into contention PG for these even PG was almost MVP last year you know uh, dude January PG that was a playoff yeah, P that we've been yeah. that we signed for five years then he left early I hate <laughs> <sighs> anyways oh, um, <laughs> so I think there's a lot of players that are still up for MVP um, defensive player of the year as well. Yeah, no, it's good. You All know? of these awards, uh, there's other so than rookie many. of the year, other than rookie of rookie the year, year is going to be. Uh, I think a lot yeah, of these. I think Zion got it, and that's just kind of it. Brings it back to how I don't want to say ambiguous, but how how much there's, how there's going to be so much variance in uh, our predictions going into this season. Right. So on that topic, you said you had some Vegas lines for me. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to, to bring about. this thing up. So I had the. Um, I have this open right here. Um, it's just like Vegas odds. So it's comparing, you know, 
the amount of wins they had last season and then comparing them to what they expect for now. Perfect. Okay. So I thought I'd bring up like some teams that I thought were very, very interesting. How about how about you bring up some teams and then we both give whether or not we take the over or the under. Okay. So for example, if they say a team's going to win 40.5 games and I say over because I think they'll win more than 41 games and Ben will say under because he thinks he'll they'll win 40 or less. So give us some give us some teams give us some win totals okay so for let's start with the uh well i'll just start with the first team here i got uh the bucks okay so they're projected okay to win um 56 56 games 56 games last year they had 60 so last year they had four 60. less four mm-hmm. less dubs for them they lost a lot of pieces. I would actually yeah. go under on this one. Man. Oh, you'd you'd go. Yeah, to take the under on I would that? actually, dude. Okay. The Bucks lost a lot. Yeah, they didn't really pick up that many as well. Giannis is crazy, but up, he needs spacing. They picked up Robin Lopez. Oh, oh. seventy wins, baby. <laughs> Are you stupid? Robin Lopez is gonna fight all the mascots in the world. Damn, I actually have them under though. That's a good line though, because that's like right where I'd put them. Fifty-six. Yeah, like in that in in that ballpark. I just too. feel like Giannis needs. The spacing, and I feel like they lost a lot of shooting, right? I also think that they're going to be, like, again, very protective over Giannis and have him rest a lot during... Um, but wouldn't that, like, decrease the amount of wins a little bit more if he is resting? <sighs> yeah. Like, 56? I would, like, I'm not saying I'm going to give them 40-something. It's yeah, in the you 50 know what? range. You know what? I think I'd go under, too. The reason Giannis got a lot of rest last season was they were blowing teams out of exactly. the water. And Giannis sat fourth quarters. Yeah. So... I don't really think that's going to happen this year. So for Giannis to get his rest, he'd need to miss entire games and like sit out of them. So I so. got them at a very good 52-52-53. Yeah, I know, probably, slightly I'll, under. I probably have like 54, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, like not too, too much, but definitely not the 60, you know, like the Eastern Conference is so much better now, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Right? So that definitely, um, it, it, it adds to it. It's Terry Rozier's conference to lose. <laughs> Terry Rozier's conference, baby. <laughs> Let's go to your stupid ass Sixers. All right. Uh, fifty three. Fifty three. How many did they win last season? Fifty one. Fifty one. I take the over. Over. I think they're going to be a phenomenal team. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd go over on that. I would say that they would stay right where they are. Yeah. I would go under. You'd, you'd go under. Philly last year was a great team. Yeah. They had. They were great. They had Reddick. They had uh, Simmons. They had Embiid. Um, and of course, Tobias Harris, who you love so much. Jimmy Butler as well. Jimmy Butler. They were an amazing team. Um, defense was good. Jimmy Butler was a closer. We're going to get into maybe another another episode because we talk about Philly way too much. Um, but now they added so many different pieces. They added um, what I said before in a previous episode was the whole thing of chemistry and figuring that out. Yeah. Um, 51 wins is still solid, right? I think they're going to stay around the same. I don't see them really going over there. I don't know. I think the pieces that they brought in are very plug and play kind of guys. I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting. You know damn see. plug and play when you have Ben Simmons on the floor. You have to learn to <laughs> you have to learn to play with someone who can't shoot. Oh man. I I think I think they I mean I have them coming out as the team yeah. the, what do you call it? The In the playoffs that's a different that's a different story. And, and that's the thing though. Brett Brown during his uh he does an annual lunch with the media he said uh he wants the number one seed so that's something that Ooh. organizationally they're going for the number one seed too so whereas milwaukee might be willing to seed that lesser 
pun. They might be shut willing up. to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they might be willing to give that up because they realize, yeah. hey, we've gotten the number one seed. Yeah. A lot of good that did. You know, us. I also heard Brett Brown. I don't know if you read this interview interview from last year. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're talking. I'm staring at you. <laughs> um, he said that he wanted um, Joel and B to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, he said in an interview, so it's not about what you want, Omar. It's about reality. And sometimes reality sucks. So it doesn't matter what Brett Brown wants. All right. Oh. 51 wins, Philadelphia. Oh, I'm going over. All right. Ooh, Clippers. Interesting. 56. They had 48 last year. So with the addition of Kawhi Leonard, with the addition of PG, 56. I would go over, man. Really? The Clippers aren't. Oh, no. With the rest and all that. Mwah. Yeah. That's why uh, the injury prone so players. Plus, it's the Western Conference. Fifty six is a perfect. I would. Get, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go over. I wouldn't go under. You just fifty six is that the yeah. fifty six is you know is the, is the number. You said Kawhi Leonard would want to play more, yeah. right? If you, I think fifty six. Honestly, that depth, that's, man. That's a good line. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, the Clippers are such a good team. Landry Shaman. Oh God. <laughs> We should rename our um, podcast instead of the session a basketball podcast. The session a Philadelphia hate Landry Shamit love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like t- Lakers talk. Like that's all we do. <laughs> I mean, don't give away our business model. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm gonna keep it hush. I'm gonna keep it hush. Um, <laughs> uh, so you're on the same thing with me. Fifty six with the Clippers. Yeah, I think it's a good line. What are, what's the Raptors? Uh, the Raptors are at from fifty eight. Okay, so they only lost Kawhi Leonard, yeah. right? And Danny Green. And Danny Green. Yeah, forgot about him. <laughs> from fifty eight to forty six, man. Mm. Wow! And the disrespect we were talking about comes right back. I take Kawhi the over. Leonard. Of course, the over Kawhi Leonard. How many games did he even play with us, man? In the regular season, he rested quite a bit. And the Raptors without him did amazing. This is true. Right? Yeah, I over, definitely go over. Over, 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 over. I'm over this list. <laughs> Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> All right, well, if you're... So, 46, yeah. right? Okay. Let's say... Uh, I want to say four, I want to say 48. Yeah? I want to say 48. I'd say like 50. I'd yeah? Say, I'd say they get 50. Yeah? Interesting. There are a lot of bad teams in the East still. The East got better, but there are a lot of bad teams. Yeah. Like you, yeah, that's Toronto's going to play 50 like... 50 wins. Toronto's going to play Orlando like four times during the regular season. They're mm-hmm. going to play Charlotte like four times. There are a lot of bad teams okay. to rack up So wins. 50 wins then for the Raptors, yeah, eh? Yeah, I think Raps can do it. That'd be good. That'd be good. 50 wins, you know, first, second round. Second round. Basically knockout. like... Yeah. <laughs> before last year just like <laughs> that like just being content with that right first second round and just well we have on. a championship now i'm we happy do. i'm happy for a decade for, forever I, ever. forever honestly yeah, honestly like the forever. 20 i'm never gonna forget that are you crazy i'm gonna keep bringing it up i have a championship shirt i'm just gonna wear it all the time now. yeah you gotta wash it i can smell it from here <laughs> um lakers 37 to 51 51 wow Damn. what an increase yo their uh. team is crazy though um, 51 in terms of under or over I would say 
That's perfect though. Fifty one is good. Like that's a good amount to me. Yeah, I want to go under because I think if I say under, then you're looking at like sixth, seventh seed. I don't and see I, that with and the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to be higher than that. Exactly. Because in the West, fifty one is good, man. Yeah. No, that's a good line. It's almost like these lines were come up, came up like by professionals or something. Yeah, like I don't know why we agree with them so much. Yeah. You know, like it's so okay. These guys must be good at their jobs or something. I'm going to bring one last team up, okay? Right. Because this one obviously had a huge, huge, huge change. Okay. And actually, they took photos together. I had to, like... It was it was a tough morning for me. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, the Houston Rockets. Okay, there we go. Um, Russell Westbrook being added to the Rockets with James Harden. Talking about brotherhood. With, Talking about brotherhood. With a player that you hate. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um... <laughs> So they had 53 wins last year. I want you to predict in the regular season, Omar Shibi Shabaru, where are they going to go? So they had 53 last. Last. last I, I don't want to tell you how many okay. Vegas you got. Me, you I, I want you. To, I want you to um, predict. Well, they still have Harden, Gordon. Uh, let me see. You just missed like a, an entirely like amazing superstar in your little list no i said they still have i was thinking about okay, who they okay. retained who they retained i was um, gonna say like come on bruv yeah no no don't worry i didn't forget about austin rivers <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly uh 53 was the was 53 the was last year okay i'd put him at 55 55 interesting yeah. so the rockets by professionals they are at 52 52 oh they went 52 down. wins oh, look at that with uh because i think fit is definitely going to be uh i think they had an article recently where they were talking to russ about it yeah and russ is just like they're going to figure fit out on the fly you know yeah i mean like that's not necessarily the most conf you know the most confident most inspiring thing but russ will play to yeah. play to um harden and, and the team i think russ is he's just in win now mode he wants to win An another thing is probably like what do you really say to that when someone says, yeah. well, Addy, how are you going to fit? Like, what do you say? We will. Like, oh, I realize I've been a ball hog my entire <sighs> career wow. and I won't be a ball. Like, what are, what are you supposed to say to that? Of course, you're going to say something like, ah, we'll figure it out. I think I have always believed in Russell Westbrook as Ooh. a regular season player. Okay. That as a regular season player, which is why I'd probably overrate his impact. Uh, plus, I mean, they had 53 with a phenomenal James Harden season, but they did have injuries like to Chris Paul throughout the regular season. And I don't think that would happen. I'd say Westbrook's a fairly durable player, too. So yeah. I don't see them having to suffer through the rough start that Houston had last uh, last year. Um, I think I saw an interview or they're asking about Clint Capella. Yeah, Clint Capella, like how he feels about Russ. He's like, yeah, you know, like uh, it's gonna be like really awesome having Russ in the team, and I'm gonna yeah. have a lot of rebounds. And then <laughs> <laughs> it was like a meme or something. It's like, you know, like oh, I forgot the music. Like, That's not happening. Like that is not. Oh, happening. it's like the magic shot. Yeah, like, like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> Clint Capella's rebounds be like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Be so, um, in my opinion, I think it would be about the same because I think early on they're going to struggle. Russ yeah. always has early struggles in the season. Um, and, and then late, they figure, <laughs> shut up. The season struggles. <laughs> they're going to figure out by uh, November, December. Okay. I think after the Christmas game, it's going to be a huge turning point and they're really going to click. Um, well, hopefully. That's like the optimist in me. I'm really hoping, you know, Russ's success. Russ only and only Russ. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I want to see it. I want to see how they do. I want to see how they, you know, 
uh, work together. Yeah. Um, but I think for right now, I would go a little bit under because of that. I think their early struggles will definitely add to it. And it's already a stacked Western Conference, and the NBA is just there's so much more parity now yeah. that they're gonna they're gonna have some growing pains. Okay. So I think that's what's gonna add to the whole like. 52 wins instead of 53. Yeah. It's still a phenomenal team. No, it's, a, it's a reasonable it's a reasonable position to have. Um, so speaking of reasonable positions. Okay. Let's move on to something where you have no reasonable position. <laughs> I said I was going to be nice to you this podcast and I'm so mean. You are so mean. Let me mean. take that back. Okay. Let me take that back. I don't take it back. Um, music. Let's talk music. Music, baby. All right. And today's artist is... Kendrick Duckworth Lamar. K-Dot. K-Dot, baby. Let's do it. So we wanted to do a like a, a head-to-head thing. So, I mean, he doesn't have the largest body of work. Yeah. Right? Kendrick is still... I don't know what's going on with him. Hopefully he comes out with something new. I don't know if you've heard anything. Isn't uh, isn't there like a TDE album or something uh, like but that? I want like a solo. Like I really Kendrick want a solo. Thing. His last album was like so like forgettable as well, but that's whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so music. Okay, so with music this week, uh, switching it up a bit again, we don't want to do, like Ben mentioned, a whole discography ranking because the real point of contention would just be what's his favorite album, or sorry, uh, what's his best album, and that's what we're going to debate. We're going to do a bit of a head-to-head where we each uh, pick an album and say that this is uh, Kendrick, Kendrick's uh, best work. So Ben, what do you think is Kendrick Lamar's Good best album? Good Kid Mad City. Now, do you remember when we went to the Yeezus tour? Yes. Right? And who opened? It was Kendrick Lamar, right? Yeah. And I remember for Money Trees, there was like a guitar, like electric guitar remix going on with it. Yeah. So good. So good. Man, that was so nice. But the reason why Good Kid Mad City is my uh, favorite K-Dot album is because To Pimp a Butterfly is an amazing album in itself. It's really good. Yeah. Um, The only bad album that Kendrick really has is Damn. I didn't like that album. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, But Good Kid, Mad City, the story was so, like, it kept you, like, captivated. You wanted to find out more about, like, what's going on with it. The lyrics all made sense. But on top of that, more than it just being a story from front to back, it was like, there's bangers, man. Yeah. Mad City, Money Trees. There's, like, songs that you can go to on an individual sort of thing where you can listen to... um, um, backseat freestyle, right? You can go back to that song at any point, right? Um, what I found with To Pimp a Butterfly is you kind of want to hear it from the beginning to the end because that's when it makes the most sense. I don't typically like albums like that. I like albums where you can go to individual tracks at the same time. Oh, uh, I I felt differently. Oh, so for for so everyone's aware, Ben says Good Kid, Mad City, Good Kid, Mad City, and I'm on the opposite. I'm saying To Pimp a Butterfly is Kendrick Lamar's. So best I just work. find with Good Kid, Mad City. As a complete body of work, it's it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. Um, but also, on an individual track basis, I would go back to more songs from Good Kid, Mad City than I would um, To Pimp a Butterfly. With To Pimp a Butterfly, I kind of feel like I go to King Kunta. Yeah. Um, you know, um, These Walls, maybe. Yeah. Right? But on Good Kid, Mad City, it's timeless. It's a classic, you know? I think, for me, part of it comes to... I feel such a personal connection to to pimp a butterfly i think that to pimp a butterfly is kendrick's most personal work and that's why i think it's some of his best work i think good kid mad city is a phenomenal album and the window it gave into his life growing up and yeah and everything like activity like that. and all exactly that. it was unparalleled and the story with that that the, that the skits tell throughout the album yeah it's absolutely phenomenal i love that album and it was really hard for me to say 
that I like to. Think they're both like again yeah, disclaimer. They're phenomenal, both amazing albums. Phenomenal albums. But I think to Pimp a Butterfly, it touches on a lot of important issues in the world right now. A lot of uh, racial racial issues that have been right. going on, and I think a lot of like. Do you remember? Um, uh, his tracks, uh, you and I, on on the album. You freaked me out. Yeah, you really freaked me out. And I remember window, that. The it was so these, emotional. The windows these tracks give into the mind of someone like Kendrick Lamar, who's at the position that he's in, at dealing with the fame that he's dealing with right now, and everything like the feeling of letting down the people that where you came from and stuff like that. Like this was unbelievable. I had never heard any of these emotions expressed in such a way it's such an important album i think both like i would say that the theme of good uh to pimp a butterfly yeah. is a lot stronger than the theme on good kid mad city yeah um so i, I i'm with you on that like yeah. uh, you definitely know the main underlying theme yeah in an album like to pimp a butterfly an- another thing was i personally had never been a fan of a lot of jazz based um production and stuff like that in music but to pimp a butterfly really opened my eyes to like a whole new type of uh uh, hip-hop production and it really like drew me into that kind of world because the production on this album was phenomenal it was absolutely phenomenal i loved it i remember the first time i was listening to to pimp a butterfly it was actually at your apartment yeah and it was just like blowing my mind like the day it came out i think we were uh, i was at your apartment yeah and it was just blowing my mind like every, you really heard every, like every single instrument. every note every note it was in phenomenal and it experience. transferred right to your piano skills right <laughs> i wish i <laughs> wish i could play this well so from that perspective, and personally, I do come back to tracks uh, okay. one on their own. But I do, but so I do come back to tracks on their own. But normally, what ends up happening is I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood to listen to how much a dollar cost. I put that on, and then that you kind of really like that song. I love how much that a dollar cost. You love, love that song. I love that song. So I put that on, and then I'm like, okay, yeah. Let me listen to the rest of the album now. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. it's not that I feel obligated before I listen to the song, but just one song, if I listen to it from the album, I'm like, I'm going to listen to the whole album now. Whereas with Good Kid, Mad City, I can come back. I can listen to Mad City. I can listen. Good Kid's actually my favorite track on that album. Really? Good Kid that's like favorite. That's like one of my least favorite tracks. Really? Yeah. I really love Good Kid. Like uh, when you have an album of um, B Word. <laughs> B word, don't kill my vibe. Yeah. Uh, backseat freestyle, the art of peer pressure, money trees. The art of peer pressure. That's a good. Swimming kid. pools. Yeah. Right. Compton. Um. Sing about me. Like you can't. You can never get Man, tired. There are so many. So you can never get yeah. tired of Kendrick going. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like yeah. remember that in concert, everyone went insane. Man. It, it was. It was unreal. But I think to Pippa Butterfly, from my perspective, I think. I just have so many good memories associated to that album. I think it opened my eyes to a lot of things, a lot of issues that's that deep, I didn't dude. even know about. For me, it'll always hold a special. But that's place what music is supposed to do. Exactly. You know, music is actually supposed to do that. Like on top of just like being at a at a wedding at a banquet hall and just yeah. like rapping the entire verse. What it's actually supposed to do is like take it a step further, right? Like yeah. what what are the messages that it brings and what is what is it talking about? This and that. And that's exactly what uh that album did for you. That's amazing, yeah. man. And I'm normally not the type to be like a fan of like woke rap or woke hip hop, like uh Hopson or anything like anything like that. I normally find it a bit too corny or whatever. But for me, I think music is art and art should make you feel something. That's so funny that you mentioned the whole thing about corny. Yeah. When you had um 
Kamikaze over Revival. <laughs> what the? F- we're like, talking about Kendrick. What we're, was that about? We're talking about Kendrick. What was that about? We're talking about Kendrick. And you like, almost had views over Tiki. Shut up. <laughs> Art should make you feel something. Uh, so this album really makes me feel a lot more than Good Kid. And so. Good Kid is my ultimate. Like, um, it's just Good Kid, Mad City is. I'm, like, like backseat freestyle. Like you get so hype. And there are just certain moods yeah. for it. But at the same time, if you want to like chill out and have a little bit of a, like a mellow tone, you have swimming pools, you have art of peer pressure. Sing about me, I'm dying of thirst. I, it's not the connection I find with this album because yeah. I can't really relate to gang activity. Yeah. I used to back in the day, but you know. Things, yeah, yeah, you know, growing up in uh, Toronto. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, you, Toronto, I'm sure yeah. you saw a lot of gang activity. Oh, we lots. literally grew up together. We had the same childhood. <laughs> we went to the same schools. <laughs> But it's like, you know, um, how much I love each individual track yeah. and how much I go back to each individual track and how I can listen to this album at any point, you mm-hmm. know? Um, that's why I have Good Kid, Mad City, but I can I can see where you're coming from. You know what? Not a bad take this time, Omar. I'm yeah. impressed. There we go. There I feel like go. this podcast is really teaching you about about music you know yeah uh anyone listening uh come out come over to our instagram uh it's at the session ball we'll probably put up a poll or something like that where we uh where we go ahead that would be interesting albums, between yeah. good kid mad city and two pimp a butterfly like nobody can shit on us because they're yeah. both amazing albums exactly yeah so it'll be I, it'll be interesting to see where everyone else lies because i definitely see ben's perspective and of course i see my own so no you I, don't <laughs> hate you mm-hmm. so it's gonna be interesting so again that's uh the session ball over at instagram come uh, let us know your thoughts and call us at 1-800 the session that's not a real number <laughs> don't call that number <laughs> all right ben uh one last um segment segment yeah it's a new segment idea that i that i want to introduce to the podcast so i think that uh every episode we should end the podcast with a recommendation it can be anything it can be music-related, movie, TV show, a restaurant, a type of food, an activity. It could be anything. But okay. I think we should, to form that bond with our listeners, because we, we want you to know that we're thinking about you the way you're thinking about us. We're always thinking about you. Literally always. All, wait, what? I just, I give them a little kiss. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> so... We, we want to leave some recommendations with you every episode and we hope you check them out and then you reach out to us to, to let us know if we were on base or not, if you liked our ideas or whatever they might be. So since it's uh, my proposed segment, I'll go first if you're still thinking yeah, of a yeah. recommendation. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So my recommendation is I want everyone to go on YouTube and check out a channel called Geo Wizard. That's G-E-O Wizard. And this dude, he's some dude from England, uh, Wales, uh, and he has this video series out where he walks across Wales in a straight line. So he has like a GPS monitor and he literally tries to be the first person to walk across an entire country in a perfectly straight line. So this straight line goes through rivers, lakes, mountains, people's backyards and he does his best to adhere to that straight line. That's he, crazy. He does it to raise money for uh, charity for a friend of his that uh, died in some sen- senseless uh, gang violence. So it was it was a, done to raise awareness through that. But it's it's such a interesting video because you're seeing it from the perspective of this dude's head cam, and then he also face cams as he's like vlogging as he as he as he walks around, and it's such a raw form of media that it was more 
uh, more in how would I describe it? It drew me in more than any like National Geographic or documentary or anything like that that I've watched. It was so real because you really hear this person going through this stuff and it's maybe a five or six part video series and it was absolutely phenomenal. So if you have the time, I really recommend checking out Geo Wizard. That's G-E-O Wizard on YouTube and watching his Mission Across Wales. It's phenomenal, phenomenal. One of the best YouTube series I've ever seen. I think um, regardless that's that's crazy i'm gonna check it out myself okay um probably not but uh, <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding no well that, that that actually does sound interesting that sounds yeah. cool but my recommendation and you said it could be as general as, anything, as you want it could just anything. be anything so what i would recommend to anybody and everybody listening is um continue looking for hobbies yeah you know like find hobbies do things that you're interested in um that was like pretty common theme like i've met a lot of people throughout the retreat and talked to more like co-workers and all that and each of them have such different things that they're doing that they find like mm -hmm. joy in you know like it could be crochet for somebody it could be like somebody who's been doing guitar for like the past 19 years yeah when you hear about these things it's like they kind of do this out of work because they don't want to focus and they want to get their minds off it and if you remember from episode one like i'm still working on that i'm still trying to figure out different things that i find that i would enjoy you know for sure. Whether it's making music, whether it's skateboarding, whether it's cooking. I think that that's the most important thing for people to do. Um, yeah. Find something that you're interested in. Find a hobby and make sure you're not your life is not just um, work, sleep, work, sleep, sleep, work, sleep, work. For sure. You want to do something that you look forward to, you know? I find that as I was saying all of that, um, I'm a wise person. Uh, you're you're getting there. I, like, that was pretty good. You have level two wisdom at this point. Yeah. You have a long way to go. So. Yeah, I think the maximum level is two, though. No, so no, I, it's, it's twenty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but seriously though, like that's actually what no, I what I feel. It, it's good, and and that's what we want. We want everyone listening to find some great hobbies and for find something fulfilling beyond just this podcast because i know that's all you do all you want to do is just listen to our voices but something beyond us you're gonna have to branch out and uh find something else but for, that's from our from from all of us here at the session i think that's everything from all of us here um including me and omar and no one and else. omar and i <laughs> you know um i think that's everything right. um Again, just continuing on with new segments and uh, basketball season is coming. It's approaching. It'll be here soon. Training camp is starting in a few days. So we there's going to be more things to talk about rather than just um, Brad Pitt in space. Um, but you know what? It's still a great movie regardless. I had a lot of fun this time, man. No, for sure. All right. If, uh, if you like the podcast, uh, please let us know by leaving us a five or ten star as ben likes to say uh rating, <laughs> rating on itunes we really appreciate it it really helps us out if we can get onto that new and noteworthy page on itunes that would be really dope but if you're listening on another platform like spotify or google play remember to subscribe on that as well it really does help us out and follow us on twitter and instagram at the session ball we'd love nothing more to know your thoughts on the podcast you know nick actually uh commented on uh, i don't know if you saw the comment on one of our instagram posts he what, let what us you say? he let us know his thoughts on the on the podcast he said he really liked the dynamic that we have really? and all that kind of stuff and that it, it it's absolutely amazing even if it's not positive please leave it in the comments if it's bad we'll delete it don't worry no one's gonna know yeah so let us know how you're feeling about the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Session Ball or shoot us an email at thesessionbasketball at gmail.com. 
We'd love to hear from you and any sponsors listening and underwear sponsors. You're still working on... Okay, listen, man. The sponsor thing is not working. We've tried for so long. Dude, we're going to get an underwear sponsorship. I'm telling you. We're gonna Why do you specifically want an underwear sponsorship? Because that's how we know we're legit Are then. Are you like low on, on <laughs> like, uh, like underwear sponsors right now like or like underwear in general? Bro, trust. We'll be all right. <laughs> all right, man. All right. All right. Uh, from everyone here at the session, yep. that's us signing off. That's everything, Cheers. Man. Cheers. Cheers.